So, this one is long overdue, but tonight, my head of security makes a guest appearance on Vibe Drive. Episode 43, start now. What's up, people? This your boy, Viper, the man about tech, and welcome back to another episode of Fight Drive. This is the podcast about tech, hosted by the man about tech, and tonight, I am going to be joined by my good friend and head of security, El Jefe Reviews, so let me stop wasting time and bring in the man himself. My head of security, Mr. L. Hefe Reviews is in the building. Jeff, how you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I am doing good, man. You know, it's Sunday night. We we getting it in. Thank you for joining me. I know you are a very busy individual, so I'm glad that you're making the time for your boy. Absolutely, man. You know, anytime, man. I appreciate it. So I was trying to come up with a bunch of things to talk to you about tonight. And I, I actually, it was pretty easy. So I got a few things I want to discuss with you. I guess the first thing that I need to talk to you about, Hefe, is what got you started on YouTube? Or why did you start your YouTube channel? Oh, okay. So, so basically, um, I was already doing like product reviews on Amazon, like written reviews and stuff. Oh, so I was already doing stuff like that before, but I wasn't getting a lot of traction. Like people really didn't pay attention to that stuff in there. Uh, wasn't really getting no- too too noticed in there. But I wanted to help people. You know what I mean? I wanted to help people make better decisions about what they were buying. So, you know, I had always been watching YouTube for years, been watching a ton of different review channels. And, you know, I said, you know, I think I can do this, man. I, I think I can do this myself, you know? And then when I saw, uh, I was watching a reviewer called Paul Tech. So shout out to Paul Tech. He does a lot of cell phone reviews and stuff on like lower end um, budget, more budget phones. Like he's been doing the A10, the Galaxy A10 lately, but he was doing everything on the LG G4, like shooting, editing the whole thing through the phone. So once I found that out, I, I asked him, I'm like, Hey, is this all on the phone? Like you can totally run a channel on the phone. And he was like, yeah, completely. You could do it. So dude, I got started, had the galaxy uh, S7 when I first started and man, I jumped straight in, man, started hitting these reviews and, and that was it, man. Just been wanting to help people. And it's turned into something way bigger than I ever expected. Yeah, man. I think at current count, you got about 20,000 subscribers, right? Something like that. Yeah, something like I think it's like uh, either twenty one or twenty two at this point, somewhere around there. But yeah. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. He got twenty one. My bad. My it's, bad. <laughs> it's moving a little bit though. It's moving a little bit. Yo, you have been definitely getting it done. But like you said, a lot of your videos on YouTube were done with your S eight. Now, the interesting thing about that is that you would have never known, or I would have never known that your video was shot on a phone unless you told me. When I found out that your video was shot on a phone, Jeff, I was blown away. The production value that you brought to the table using an S8, which is is off the chain, Jeff, is amazing, dude. Yeah, I'm still using I'm still using mobile phones for most of my B-roll and product shots. Oh yeah, I use I yeah. use my iPhone 11 for B-roll too, definitely. Oh, dude, it's too easy. It's too easy now. So that's the big thing, man. But with the S8, thankfully, back then, uh, you know, because Samsung is out here messing around with people's stuff. <laughs> We used to have pro mode for video yeah. built in. So you didn't have to use Filmic. You didn't have to use other stuff. You could if you wanted to, but you didn't have to. And all I needed was manual focus control. So as long as I had that, I was good to go. And once they took that away, like once I got my S10 and then I popped open the camera app and realized there was no pro mode for video, I couldn't believe it. I was like, come on, man. How are you guys going to do this? How are you going to do me like this? Yeah, crazy. So, yeah, man. But, yeah, I still use, uh, like I said, I'm still, I use the iPhone 11. Um, a lot for my B-roll shots now. 
Um, before that, I was still I was using the uh, Pixel 3a for a good long bit and the Galaxy S10 Plus as well. So, but um, S10 Plus, man, stuff comes in a little a little too saturated for me. Mm. So it's really tough for me to like fix that in editing. So I just stopped using it for that. Yeah, I can definitely understand that. You want the most natural image possible when you're doing video. Yeah. But I'm curious, Jeff, you are in audio. You're in the audio niche on tech. So how did you get into doing audio videos? Uh, well, I, I always do. I always love music and I always had a lot of headphones around to an extent. So it sort of started working because when I would do a headphone video or an earphone video, it would always do better on my channel versus other stuff. So I started kind of, okay, you know, listening to different people talking, whether it was Sean Cannell, Daryl Leaves, or uh, Nick, you know, Nick Nimmin before, this is before D had his own channel. Listen to different people and what they were doing. Uh, that was a big thing about niching down and basically like, see, look at your channel, see what works and go into that and start doing that, which works for me because I already like, I like testing headphones. I like doing this sort of thing. So that was like, all right, let me give it a try. Let me start doing one after another and see what happens. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's really what, what it turned into was becoming more audio based, audio focused type of a channel. And I think it's helped grow a lot. So it's been cool. I, I like it. So I like what I'm doing. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing when you become a creator on YouTube is to enjoy what you're doing, no matter what niche you pick. And you have definitely made a home in the audio department. Now, since you are the audio guy, I got to ask you, I got to put you on the spot, Jeff. I got to put you on the spot. So I need to know right now, right off the top of your head right now, your favorite over-ear headphones. Oh, right now? So it's kind of a tough question because we have Bluetooth and we have wired. So I don't know which one you want to go wireless. So if, we, if we're going to go wireless, unfortunately, I don't own them. But if I did own them, it would have been the Sony XM3s. Um, if I own them, of the ones that I own currently that I use all the time, um, it's going to be most likely, it's going to be my Sony, uh, my Sony 950s, the mm. extra, ba- the extra base. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those things bring that fire. So Ooh. now that's high have, praise coming from you. That's high praise. Yeah, man. All right. So now I got to go to the other side. What are your favorite earbuds right now? Oh, right now. So my favorite earbuds right now are the ones I just dropped a video on the Soundcore Liberty 2 Pro. Mm. Dude, those things, man, fire, bro. Just fire. They they knocked it out the park with these. So, yeah, they were, man, they don't want to answer my emails, but, you know, it's all good, man. It's, it's, it's cool. I, I'm, I got to give credit where credit is due, man. I can't be petty like that. And uh, I, you know, bought them myself, uh, got them on the pre-order and they are legit, like legit for real. Those are from Anchor, right? I think. Yeah, yes, Anchor. Yo, if anybody from Anchor is watching the podcast, you need to reach out to my man, El Happy Reviews. For real. You won't regret it. I'm telling y'all, you, you won't regret it. So, you had an interesting experience uh, earlier this year. You went to your very first tech event. You got into the Samsung S10 Unpacked event. So, tell us about your experience going to your very first tech event. Oh, dude, it was, uh, it was a little bit wilder than I expected. Um, there was a lot of people, but a lot of media was there, man. And got to meet a lot of cool people, which was really, really, you know, that was one of the better parts, really, is is getting to meet creators that you've been watching for a long time. And everybody's super cool. Everybody's, you know, a lot of people have these creators because they have higher subscriber numbers. They put them on these different levels like you can't approach people. Um, everybody's just people. So all yep. you got to do is walk up and be like, what up, man? You know, my name is Jeff. My channel is El Jefe Reviews. Uh, I've been watching your stuff for a while, you know, and everybody was super welcoming, man. And it was cool. Like at the event, I sat next to... Um, uh, Zach from Jerry Rig Everything, 
And uh, next to him was Dom Esposito. In front of me was Jason. Uh, shout out to Painfully Honest Tech. He's the one who got me in. So, I mean, it was cool. Like, it, it was just a, it was a dope event. I was, you know, happy to be there. And, uh, you know, they gave a swag. Like, I didn't get a phone or anything like that. But they did give me those Galaxy Buds. That's now my, one of my biggest videos that I've ever put out. But the whole event was was pretty dope, man. Got to see everything up front. Got to see that Galaxy Fold announcement. But, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, dude. All right. I know you're an audio guy, but I need to get your opinion on the Galaxy Fold. What are your thoughts on that device? Um, well, I haven't I haven't had it in front of me in person. So okay. that's the only problem is I haven't seen one like, you know. But um, from what I've seen so far, I mean, it looks pretty cool. It's good. It's filling a niche for a lot of people, which is nice. I mean, the price is like, holy crap. But I like where this is going. I mean, it's it's obviously first generation. I think as this evolves, I think it could be better. And I think it will get better. But it's just not for me right now. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm good with the, the interface that I have right now with my phone. I don't need it to fold open. Um, if I need a tablet, I have tablets. So, you know, that's it's just not for me at this time. I'm not the right person for that. And it's not in my budget anyway. So, but I think it's cool. Um, I think the, the application for folding displays may not be right for phones. But, um, I mean, have you seen the folding displays they're putting with, like, laptops and stuff like that? Dude, yeah. Yeah. So there's there's good things coming, man. Oh yeah, I uh, I've seen some of those laptops with the uh, where like you said with the folding uh, they have like the, the dual screens that fold. They have one is like uh the folding screen that lays down on the bottom. It's like a like a big old trackpad. That's legit. That's definitely yeah. legit technology. And like you said, that technology is on the way. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. So while we're on the topic of phones, you just got a gift from Google, such as myself. You received a Pixel 4 XL, if I, if I remember correctly. Yep. So what are your thoughts right now? Because I see you've been getting some excellent battery life. So what are your initial thoughts on the Pixel 4? Oh, man. So, yeah, I got, I got the, the player Panda oh, right here. Oh, no, that's what I wanted. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. So I got the Panda here. But, man, um, so far, it's been so good, man. So, like, um, I don't use the gesture controls a lot, you know, for that sort of thing. It has worked okay for me in the car. Now, I know some people say it didn't work okay for them. For me, but, like, swiping tracks when I'm listening to music, it has worked okay for me so far and like canceling alarms like i'll set timers for like when we're cooking and stuff i'll, I'll cancel that swipe that away that works beside the point the cameras are you know it, it's dope people complain about not having a wide angle i get it because i have an iphone 11 with the wide angle so i get it um but the camera is still freaking sharp i mean it's tack sharp if i take a picture right now with this pixel 4 and put it up against even my iphone 11 or even the galaxy s10 plus for me, between it and the iPhone 11, they both have things that are better than each other, but they're very, very close. You know what I mean? Because sometimes the iPhone can be a little bit softer, but it gets color better. And what I really like about the Pixel is it's really sharp and the processing is really good. So video, I'm still testing. So that's on its way. Uh, not happy about not having a headphone jack, but I've got solutions and I got videos coming out about that. But I like the display. The battery life for me has been excellent which is really weird. I know people like have been coming at my neck about those battery posts I've been putting up, <laughs> but I'm not cheating in any way. I'm just living with this phone and showing what I'm getting out of it. Um, so like right now, like today, I just Sunday, right? Watching football, hanging out, doing stuff around the house. I'm still at 63% and it's been unplugged since like 8 a.m. So it's it's one of those things. It's not, you know, I don't think it's as, at least not in my case, User experience will vary, but my and my experience has been really good. And dude, I'm loving this display. I have it forced on 90 hertz, and it's dude, it's been rocking and rolling. I like it. I didn't have the the OnePlus Seven Pro, 
so I didn't experience it like on that or the Razer phone. Right. But um, I did. I like how smooth it is, and I do yeah. a lot of scrolling, baby. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is definitely smooth. You get that smooth scrolling, that buttery touch response. It, it's doing the job. It's get, it definitely getting it done. Yeah. Um, like I said in my review, though, it, it is missing a few things that the competition yeah. has, so mm -hmm. that kind of puts it at a at a disadvantage. But overall, if you grade the phone in a vacuum, not considering the competition, it's a very good device. It's, it, it's good for what it does. No, I and agree. I, yeah. yeah, I think it's just the price that kind of hurts yeah. hurts it really because yeah that's that's where it is you know if it's in a vacuum of just being by itself it's a great device but yeah man once you once you you know in the real world with all the other options that are available to you it's rough man it's it's just tough man and i think this phone is more everybody a lot of people concentrate on the specs and things like that and to be completely honest i think with google i think more what they're going for is the experience of using it the ease of use um and the new technologies that they're putting into it uh, I think that's more what this phone is about, but I get it. I get where everybody's gripes are and the arguments. I see it. So, because I mean, obviously I can see it because I still got my iPhone 11. I still got my Galaxy S10 Plus. So it's not like I'm blind to it, but I'm a cup half full kind of guy, man. I like going into things with a positive mindset. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like I said in my review, it's not a bad device, but it's just that it's so much competition and it's price point that they, they kind of overshadowed the Pixel 4, but it's a good device still, no doubt. Yeah. So you taught you were talking about a little bit how you have the iPhone 11. So I got to ask you your thoughts about that because you know I'm the captain of Team Apple. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about the iPhone. So what are your oh, thoughts about that? Oh, dude, I love my iPhone 11. Like there's no, yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's a it's an awesome phone. It's using it. The cameras being being so good that you know I'm switching a bunch of my content creation over into Apple. So like now I'm using LumaFusion for editing. I'm running, I'm, you know, if I'm shooting shots with the, with the uh, iPhone, airdropping them to the iPad and then running the game like that. And um, it's, it's working really, really well for me. My, my ecosystem has grown Viper. So it's like, I got the watch, I got the series four, got the, you know, got the iPhone 11 and we got the iPad. So it's growing a little bit, man, but it's, I, I'm, but as far as the phone goes, I love it, man. You guys know, if, if you guys hadn't seen it, you know, I've got the product red with the, red crash guard from uh, rhino shield on it so yeah this thing is this thing is fly i got a knockoff a uh, red apple band though but you know <laughs> welcome to team apple <laughs> <laughs> but even so man i'm still you know the iphone's been staying home i'm still wearing the watch anyway but um yeah you know we got i got the pixel on deck now so we're giving this it's it's full and fair shake you know it's got the sim in it so i don't have dual sims so i'm just i'm just running it man giving it its first time all right, so I got to put you on the spot. Since you have the Pixel 4 and the iPhone 11, which one has the better camera right now in your estimation? Um, and overall, I, and before, before you answer, when I when I say camera, I mean overall video, audio, uh, video, deals, audio, overall camera experience, which one is better right now for you? Oh, absolutely. The iPhone 11. It's not even a question. And that's, mind you, I'm not in a Pro or Pro Max. This is just iPhone 11. And it's, right. Yeah, all, all the way around, photo, video, uh, the audio reproduction from it, the wide angle, um, selfies even, I mean, everything. It's, yeah, it's it's legit. So they they really came with, you know, despite how people thought it was ugly or that this was just a mid-year that we should, you know, people should wait till 2020. Man, I'm really glad that I sold the 10s and got this one. So it, it's funny. It's interesting how that works because I was telling people how they should skip the iPhone 11, this, that, and the other. Then I got my 11 Pro Max and I was completely blown away by the experience. And back on Friday, I named the Pro Max my smartphone of the year. It's just that good. 
And yeah. this is coming from a person who actually owns a Galaxy Note 10 Plus as well. So for me yeah. to call an iPhone smartphone of the year over the Galaxy Note 10 Plus, it's just that that doesn't happen because for the last two years, the smartphone of the year, in my opinion, was the Note 8 and the Note 9. Mm-hmm. So the iPhone came in out of nowhere this year, oh, nowhere this year with the upset. And I'm just like, whoa. But yeah. it's good. It's really good. No, no doubt, man. And and um, not, I mean, not everything is perfect. Like, you know, iOS 13 has had some bugs. Yep. So, like, for me, my, my main bug with it that still persists is the the handoff from Wi-Fi to LTE. Mm. Um, I, anytime I leave a Wi-Fi network, I have to airplane mode and then let, you know, turn off airplane mode and then it reconnects to the towers and then I'm good to go. If I don't do that, like, if I just walk out from one of my job sites with Wi-Fi, I just walk outside and I forget to do it. Now I'm like, man, why is my phone's off the quiet? No notifications, no nothing. And then I look at it, it's because there's no there's no data. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going? So it still persists. The problem still persists. So, uh, but so not not everything's perfect. Uh, that's the workaround that I'm having to use while living with this phone. But if it doesn't get, I'm waiting for the next update. And if it doesn't get fixed, then I think I'm actually going to take it down there and be like, hey, you guys need to look at this because something's up. So, so we got Zach in the audience asking Jeff, is it might be because of your mobile network? possible but i've seen uh i've had a few other people that have mentioned the same problem to me uh, on twitter who have asked me about it and stuff so i, I forgot who they were seeing it with but me i'm seeing it with t-mobile so okay. yeah uh genosis and my and my usage yes android 10 has been left buggy in ios oh yeah for so. sure <laughs> yeah that's yeah. not even a question <laughs> yeah it, 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 it pains me to say it but android 10 has been running better than ios 13 but ios 13 has gotten a lot better because Apple have been releasing updates, I think, damn near for like the first two or three weeks, they were releasing an update every week. So yeah. they cleaned it up a lot since the initial launch, but it should never have been launched like that in the first place, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see uh, Rene Ritchie's recent video? I have not. <laughs> oh, yeah. He dropped a video on Friday. I think you got to check it out, Viper. It's real. You know, it's Rene. So- <laughs> oh, you are. You already know I'm already there, man. I'm already yeah. there. Yeah. He dropped a good one about it, man. No doubt, man. No doubt. So Mia's acting in the chat. What am I using about daily driver? Come on, Mia. You know who I am. I am the captain of Team Apple. And I just told you my the iPhone 11 Pro Max is my smartphone of the year. That is my phone. That's my number one. That's my main. Never leave home without my iPhone. It's just the, that's the way it is. Yep. All right. <laughs> so um, next, want to talk to you about a VIT Summit 2019. Now, Mia, you went to VIT Summit 2018, and we had the time of our lives. But you made it back to VIT Summit 2019. So out of all the all the things that you experienced and learned at Bit Summit 2019, if you can give us one negative information that you learned that you felt like was really important, what would that one negative information be? Oh, uh, meet meet your audience where they are. Ooh. So instead of trying to drive everyone to YouTube, go to wherever the audience is. So put your content on LinkedIn. Put your content on. Um, Facebook, put your content on IGTV that's now supporting, you know, landscape video. Um, go to the people, you know what I mean? But don't just like, I'm trying to figure out, a, I'm, I'm strategizing how to do it because I don't want to just, I, what I'm doing right now is I'm reposting my exact videos on my Facebook page. But what I'm trying to do is trying to figure out a way that I can more customize content for each platform specific to that platform, whether it's behind the scenes or whatever it might be. So I'm working on that kind of thing. But the the real key is, is to build up those audiences as well and give them value there as well. And don't just automatically, you know, you post on Facebook and be like, oh yeah, I just posted, I just posted a new video, come peep it. Or if I post it on Twitter, oh yeah, I just posted a new video, come peep it. Put actually put something on Twitter, actually put something on Facebook. 
So because uh, it, I, I think just meeting people where they are instead of trying to pull them away from their platform, it's just not a smart move. So that's 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 I picked that one. That that major nugget came twice to me from Andrew Edwards. Once on one of the Friday Night Vipers, he told us that, and then again, that was one of the things he talked about on his uh, his talk at Bit Summit. So, yo, Andrew Edwards is if nothing else, he is consistent. He has been preaching that message year over year. Yep, he is definitely one of the mindset, and he would know because he's very successful in what he does. That you don't want to tie yourself down to one platform. You want to branch out on all the platforms that you can or wherever your target audience like uh, might be, you definitely want to be present on that platform. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket because we've seen what happens with that when you try to do that on YouTube. It doesn't work out too well. Yeah, yeah. he has this thing about not being a YouTuber, but yep. being a creator that operates across different networks. So definitely, Ab absolutely. So <laughs> this next question is going to be interesting because Tech Key Mike, I see we got Tech Key Mike in the chat. <laughs> So happy. Oh, we were having a lot. I was having a live stream one night on Friday night and we were talking about the tech fight, which you are familiar with. Mm -hmm. And people were talking about how they would like to see you in a tech fight. And I made the comment on my live stream that I don't know if Jeff would be up for the tech fight. It's not because he couldn't do it, but I don't know if Jeff has that tech fight or that tech fight dog in him. Like, I, I can't imagine El Jefe talking trash to somebody. But the chat was like, Viper Jeff would be down with it, so I want to know, Jeff, am I missing something? Do you have that tech fight dog in you, Jeff? Because I've never seen it before. I've never seen it. You got let me know, Jeff. It, it, you got a hidden gangster behind there. What's going on, bro? What's up? <laughs> no, nah, man, it's it's not that. It's uh, I'm I'm well, you know, I'm I'm pretty much more chill. Um, as far as my personality goes, a lot of people who've met me and you've met me before, and you know, I'm pretty laid back and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I I don't know if I'm up. You know, here's the thing. I don't know if I'm up for all the stuff that's involved in it because it's like you got to be doing it for a few days. You got to be trolling on Twitter and you got to be uh, really into it and stuff. And you want to give the people a show. You want to be entertaining if you're going to be on the uh, on Teching Mike's channel. If you're going to be in one of these fights, you really want to bring it. And we're not talking about just the night of the fight, but all the days leading up to it. You got the right. bands, you got all that stuff. So you really got to bring it. And I don't know if I can dedicate that amount of time and effort to it considering everything else is going on in my life. Um, that's the issue. And I don't want to sell Mike short. I don't want to sell the audience short. So I think the best bet, if anything, uh, I'll probably be taking up Mike's offer to do some of the judging, if anything. But uh, as far as actually being in one of the debates, I don't know. You know, I don't know. No, 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 no. I'm not going to let you off that anything. I didn't ask you that. That was not my question. I specifically asked you, do you have the tech fight dog in you? If it came to it, if you were in one of these fights, could you sell the fight? Could you talk that trash, Jeff? Because I've never seen you get mad. I've never really seen you talk trash. And the one time I did see you get mad at Bluteo, you even handled that with such, like, political correctness and class that I just can't imagine you talking trash to somebody, Jeff. But uh, am no. I wrong, Jeff? Am I wrong? No, no. It's it's there, man. But you have to – everything I do that goes outwardly is with a strategy behind it because I'm trying to make sure that I'm protecting myself and my brand from the beginning. So I always try to make sure that I come across very clear, very calm, just to make sure that everything stays straight because it's a long way to make the answer. I just don't want anything of mine, any clips, any sound bites being taken out of context in the future. So that's the reason why I come across in a certain way. But it's not for it not being there. It's not for my inability to clap back at people. You know what I mean? It's not for any of that. So it's because I'm trying to protect what I'm trying to build. 
and I always have that in my mind. But it's not for the inability to do it. It's just, you know what I mean? It's I, I'm presenting myself a certain way. So, so basically, let me translate it for y'all that are watching or listening to audio only. What Jeff is saying that he has that dog, but he's a silent assassin. He won't bring it out unless he absolutely has to, or he'll do it in such a way that you'll never see it coming. He is a silent assassin. I like that. I respect you, but I respect that. I respect yeah. that. So I mean, it comes out sometimes. Like we had the other day, I was getting trolled by by some dude, and uh, I had to let him hear it on Twitter. But I was just like clapping back at him, like it's whatever, bro. It's people. People out here are. They always try to come after us. You know what I mean? They try mm -hmm. to come after you. They try to come after me. They they always attack me in my comment section for whatever it might be. Whether it's my weight, whether it's how I look, whether it's uh, Mexican, whether whatever it might be and it is what it is so are they uh are they still calling you flossy carter <laughs> hasn't happened in a while if anything when they do bring them up uh they'll say something like i seen you in flossy's comment section or you know you and floss are like my favorite creators stuff like that but um beyond that now nah, man thankfully they've left me out of that conversation for a while now so <laughs> It is crazy how if you're a minority tech reviewer on YouTube, they're automatically calling you Flossy Carter. No matter, yeah. no matter what your personality or whatever the case may be, if you're a minority tech reviewer on YouTube, you're Flossy Carter, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. Especially if I'm if I review anything that he's also reviewed. <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. Because if they're looking at that, then they're gonna find my video as well. And then they're gonna be in here like, oh, you're just copying Flossy Carter. I'm like, really? I am? Really? How? <laughs> Come on, man. So you got 20,000 subscribers. You've done a lot of work with brands and things like that, Jeff. So I'm curious, what is your favorite brand deal or brand relationship that you've had since you started your channel? Mm, I would say so far, the easiest to work with so far um, has been with one more. So with one more, um, they do headphones, they do earbuds, they do wired earbuds, they do speakers and stuff. Excellent people to work with. Very easygoing. You know, when they want to hook you, up, hook you up with a product for review, they just send it over, let you do you. You know what I mean? And yep. it's and it works well for creators. So that's that's probably one of the better ones I've worked with. Um, my favorite so far, JLab has been very good as well. They're the same way. Very chill, easygoing. You do your thing and, and they don't sweat you. You know what I mean? Because you sometimes you'll deal with like some of these Amazon vendors um, out there and they'll be like emailing you day after day. Where's where's the review? Where's the video? Where's the review? I'm like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Calm down. White shoes. Calm down. <laughs> For real. I just want to send. I need to send him a timestamp clip of that. <laughs> like this is you. <laughs> no, but for real, that's, but yeah, that's, that's the best way, man. It's just, you know, the ones that know how to work with creators, you know, they hit you up, they, they talk, you know, talk to you correctly. You know, they work with you. They come up with a strategy that'll work well for both the company and for you. So everybody wins. And one more has been really good about that. So that is, that is legit. Those are the best brands, man. Like you say, the brands that are creative friendly and, and understand that the best way to work with influencers and creators is to just let them do what they do. I mean, as a brand, there's a reason why you're reaching out to an El Jefe or a Viper or a Gamsky or whatever. You're reaching out because you've seen what we do, and all you got to do is give us the product or let us know what you want to, how you want to integrate your brand or your product into what we do, and just let us take all take it from there because that's the best way to do it. How if hard you want? Yep. <laughs> how hard is that? It's so easy. It's so easy, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a few brands that get it. Like D Brand, they get it. Yep. Like, they're one of the few brands. I, I, I'd love to work with them at some point. 
you know, they work with channels much, 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 much bigger than mine. But, you know, it's it's the type of relationships that they have with the creators where they're just like, hey, you want to integrate this into a video? Cool. If you, you know, just however you want to roll, we'll send you the stuff. Here's the deal and and get it done. Uh, from what I've heard from other creators, they're one of the best, you know, brands to work with by far. Must so, be because they're on every channel, bother tech channel ever, man. <laughs> and hey, that's proof in the pudding, right? Because yep. of all these creators are working with them, that's a, that speaks highly of them. You know, it's not like they're just throwing cash around. It's more of, for me, it's not so much about money like that. It's more about the relationship that we build and how you approach me. And that's uh, that speaks highly. So, no doubt. So, in relation to the last question that I just asked you, what is a brand out there that you have not worked with yet that you would like to work with? Mm, I would probably, probably would have to say Sony. Hmm. If anyone, Sony, because I'd love to, dude, I'd love to be able to like, I, I missed out on the XM3. I missed out on the 900s, missed out on the on the uh, XM3 earbuds. You know what I mean? It's I'd love to get with them to showcase their stuff. You know what I mean? But they don't they don't respond. So I, I it's it's all about who you know. They're just not responding. But at some point, I'd love to be able to check out their stuff. So okay, I mean, if you keep going the way you're going, I'm pretty sure one day they might reach out to you. You never know. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm looking for, man. At this point. Um, you know, I still send out messages, emails, stuff like that um, all the time. Uh, most of the time, it's always no. That's something that as creators, we have to get accustomed to is that 99.9% of the emails you send out are going to hear nothing or no. Yep. But it is what it is. We just got to keep on rocking. So, Absolutely, man. You are absolutely right. So I guess given what I know about the current situation that you are in, tell us about the headset that you are wearing currently. Oh, so right now this is the uh, Audio Technica gaming headset, and dude, it is absolute fire. Uh, it, especially if you're if you're gonna be gaming and things like that, it's great. But if you guys are hearing the way that I sound on this live stream, the microphone on this thing is just unbelievable. So they really, really stepped their game up. I think this one runs. This is the wired version. There's also a wireless version, but I think this one runs like right around 150 or 160. And yeah, dude, it's super comfortable, good build quality, Audio Technica sound. The sound quality reminds me of their um, Audio Technica M40, so it's got a it's got a bit of extra bass to it, and uh, yeah, it sounds sounds really good. I like it, man. So I've been having a great time with these. Yeah, that mic on there is excelente. Dude, I'm saying, man, I was really surprised by it. Yeah, you're not lying because usually headset mics aren't the greatest, but those are pretty good. <laughs> For real though. <laughs> For real. Oh yeah. So oh, I forgot to mention the name. It's a uh, ATHG1. If anybody's looking at them. But yeah, so that's that's the ones. Audio Technica ATHG1, uh, 170. There it is. Yeah, it took me a second. I had to find the info real quick. So the Audio Technica ATHG1, nice. G1, yeah. Nice. Hey, did you ever did you uh, ever hear anything back from uh, City Lope? Oh, dude. So funny story about them. I actually need, I need to I need to hit the guy up. He was at Vid Summit. The oh. owner. The owner was at VidSummit, so on the very last night, so Thursday night, um, they were kind of like having like a little mixer party thing afterwards, and I'm walking through, you know, everybody's getting their hors d'oeuvres and all that stuff, and everybody's mingling, and uh, I'm, I'm rolling through, I'm trying to find Travis, and all of a sudden, this dude stops me, and he's like, yo, those look like my glasses, and I was like, oh yeah, man, you can pick these up at citylokes.com, use code Jefe, you get 10% off, um, you know, check them out, and he's like, nah, 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 bro, I'm the owner, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I went, I went right into business, bro. I was like, yeah, use code El Jefe, get that 10%, baby. And, but he was like, no, man. He's like, yeah, that's uh, that's my stuff. He invited me to go check out his shop, but we already had plans. 
So, you know, I couldn't just tell wife, yeah, we're not going to do what we're going to do. Right. But, um, yeah, I need to, I need to make another trip to SoCal because, um, there's a lot of businesses down there that I need to go visit and hook up with. But yeah, man, I, I managed to hook up with them. I saw them there and, um, that was a, that was a trip, man. So I need to send dude a message just to follow up with them. So for those y'all audio only that are confused, City Loaf are a sunglassing company. So I'm alluding to the sunglasses that El Jefe is wearing on the stream right now. And they, you can get them custom engraved or custom created, things like that. They're pretty nice. And I find it utterly hilarious that El Jefe tried to sell the owner City Loaf a pair of glasses. <laughs> you going to try to sell him his own glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was like, he was like, yeah, it was so funny, man. I was like, he thought it was hilarious. So that was, that was funny, man, because I didn't realize that that was who that was. So I immediately went right into like, oh, yeah, yeah, you got to check these out. Because anytime somebody stops me about them, I'll let them know. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is his website. They're here in Southern California. And, uh, you know, you can check them out here. Use my code, get 10 percent off. It's not even an affiliate code. I don't make anything on it. This is just, you know, to get somebody a discount and to help them out. So no doubt, no doubt. So who was your uh, favorite person that you met at VidSummit this year? Because you were around a lot of heavy hitters this year, man. Oh yeah, man. I, uh, I, I got to meet um, Jimmy, Mr. Beast, for like five seconds on that live stream. Mm. So just just really quick, just to say what's up. That was it. So that was cool. But people who I hadn't met before, man, that, it's too many to name, honestly. But um, there was a couple. Hold on, coming. I met so many people. I'm like trying to wrap my head around it hanging out with so many different people. But there was a lot of people from the Niminati that were there that was really cool to hang out with. Um, it's always cool hanging out with you do it, John. He's always there doing the photography and the videography. That guy, he's got all that. He's got all that uh, behind the scenes footage, man. That guy, he knows what's up, man. But <laughs> trying to think. I didn't get a chance to meet Sarah Dietschy. I got to sit front row for her uh, presentation. So that was cool. But I didn't get a chance to like meet, meet her. I did say what's up to her. And uh, I told her that my boy Viper sends his love. And she was like, I love Viper. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, but yeah, besides that, I mean, cause I already, I already met Andrew before. So that's one of the, that was one of the highlights for sure. I'm trying to think of who else, man. I met so many people, a lot of, a lot of people, Mike Russell, Jeff Eatley was there. Uh, got to meet the people from Deity, uh, Deity Microphones, Andrew, um, good people, man. The guys from Aperture Lighting were there. Dude, there's, it, it was a lot, dude. Oh, um, got to meet Rob and Jeremy from vidIQ. So okay. yeah, those dudes are super cool as well. Andrew can finally met Daniel Batal. Uh, Daniel Batal. Ah, uh, got to meet him as well. Um, Dan from Creator Fundamentals. So there's there's so many people that you know got to chill with, man. It, it was cool. So basically, you met everybody. <laughs> I try to be, dude. The weird thing is people stopping me that I didn't know. Mm. That is the weird thing, man. Because people see me, you know, I'm in a lot of live streams. You know, I'm in a lot of chats. You know, people see me everywhere. So when they see me and they see my name tag says El Jefe, you know, then the people are just walking up like, oh, El Jefe, what's up, man? I'm like, what? Nah. So, yeah, it's cool, man. It's it's very odd, man. But it's uh, like I tell everybody, man, Vid Summit is like a family, family reunion with a bunch of family you ain't never met. Yeah. So but it's cool, man. I, do we you were definitely missed. Like people were asking, like, yo, where's Viper at? And I'm like, nah, he couldn't make it this year, man. So you were sorely missed at this event for real. Man, I'm I'm mad I couldn't go, man. I wish I could have been there, but I'm hoping to get back next year, definitely. Oh, yeah, you know, for sure. For sure, man. We shall see, man. But yeah, VidSummit is is it's a one-of-a-kind event. If you're a creator and you're thinking about making any type of an impact on YouTube or whatever platform that you're on, you need to get to VidSummit. You need to be there. It's, it's a life-changing experience, as El Jefe can tell you. It's legit. Oh, oh, man. Roberto crushed it. I thought he crushed it last year. 
he did something totally different this year, and mm. yeah, he brought the heat. So when when did Roberto not crush it though? For real. <laughs> and we're, we're by Roberto, we're talking about Roberto Blake for those of y'all listening on audio only. He is a creative entrepreneur, badass. Roberto is legit. Do a YouTube search on him. Do a Google search on him. Check him out. He's legit. Oh, oh, the other highlight, Nick. Uh, Nick's presentation. It was Nick and D, and it was D's first time on stage as a presenter. I heard about that. Yeah, it was so good. Like if you get the replays to watch them, like they already have a natural chemistry because they're brothers. Right. But see them both, dude. It was so good, dude. It was so good, bro. So yeah. Uh, Janos is asking how much is the bid from a trip after Tactic? Well, that Ooh. depends on where you're coming from, man. The yep. ticket alone is like eight hundred bucks, bro. Yeah, so yeah, the ticket itself is uh, usually somewhere between seven and eight hundred dollars just just for entry. Um, after that, it's your hotel and your travel, yep, um, and food, obviously. So you know, it can be. It depends. I mean, there's ways to swing it. Like if you can swing roommate situation with somebody or get an Airbnb, um, you look for deals for flights. If you live in California, you can drive. So it just depends. But um, I would say, for most people, they're looking around total price. Minimum fifteen hundred to like two thousand, probably would be my Either. guess. Yeah. Easily, mm-hmm. easily, especially if you want to eat dinner with uh, Andrew Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> that boy, he don't mess around, man. If you want to go to the most expensive joint wherever he is, he's going. He's not going to no mom and pop joint. No, 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 no. Our man Andrew Edwards is going to the most to the most exquisite joint he can find, because that's how he getting down, man. <laughs> yeah. But but on that note. Me and Travis, we made a deal because Travis was asking me. He was like, listen, when I get down there, let me explain something to you. When I get down there, I want to go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, bet. We're going. So the first night of it, Summit, I hit him up. I'm like, what's up, man? What time are you, you ready to roll out? Let's do it. So we're mingling. We're doing our thing. And then like 8 o'clock, man, we hit the car. Me, my wife, my brother, and Travis, we hit Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Bro, I had never been there. He had never been there. And it was absolute fire fire mm-hmm. oh, oh my god so it was worth it it was easily worth it but it's one of those things where i can only do that once a year so <laughs> i think we'll make it a bit some tradition if anything but man yeah i can't that's like a drug bro <laughs> now i have never been to rocco chicken waffle either but in chicago there is a chicken and waffle restaurant and i've been there a couple of times and yeah it's legit yeah yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a combo, man. When they when they get that waffle just right and they actually know how to make fried chicken. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, man. But you know, Jeff, I'm still missing that in and out from last year, man. Oh, oh. <laughs> that in and out. Oh, that in and out was the truth, man. Oh, yeah. Now it was good, man. I mean, next year when I go back, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do the same thing. Like, unless I can somehow afford to stay in the actual hotel, which is much more convenient. Um, I'm, I'm gonna stay at the same place, the same Airbnb that I stayed at. Um, that place was bro, legit Beverly Hills, fat ass house. Just mm, yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, you were in Beverly Hills yeah. out there with Aston Foley? Really? Oh Dude, man, I'm telling you, man, uh, you know, it's Beverly Hills, and the gas price is like almost six dollars. So. Oh, <laughs> I thought we had a bad Chicago, man. Woo. Yeah, no, nah, it was good though, but yeah, look, hey, BMAC, hey, hey, CES, man, we're, we're trying to make that happen. I'm trying to make that happen for January. So you, you bet, a bet, man. I'm trying to make that happen right now. So yeah, man. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to find a sponsor, man. <laughs> Yo, that's that's the way to go. If you're gonna do it, that's the way to go, man. That is the yeah, way. Man. Find a sponsor and go do it like that. No doubt. Yeah, man. No doubt. Whoo, man, man. This has been a this has been a cool podcast, man. Oh, absolutely, dude. So so Jeff, 
what is the biggest uh product or video you got coming for the rest of 2019 what are you working on uh so right now i've got uh one that's going to be like a project of love because i don't think it's going to do that well but i really don't care man the best headphones that i own that i've ever heard in my entire life i have them now and i'm going to make a video on them they're not wireless they're wired headphones Mm. um i'm going to make a video on them and uh like i said it's probably not going to do well because they're pricey as hell but they blew me away so i love them so much i'm going to make a video and it's you know because i'm passionate about it because i really like them uh they sound incredible and um i think they're worth every penny they're like i think they're like 500 dollars or something But, but i'm telling you the things that you're hearing out of these headphones it's like i'll put on other headphones that i thought were good and then i'll put those on and i'm like this is garbage so it's like they're I'm, I'm serious i'm dead serious man so it's you know they're that good so i'm going to be making some uh videos on that stuff uh, aside from that i got some more buyer's guides coming out for people i'm also going to be doing some audio solutions for the um like pixel for people who have earbuds wired earbuds or wired headphones uh, audio solutions for the pixel i'm going to be doing audio solutions for the iphone um so which uh dongles or DACs, like little portable uh, digital audio converters work with these so i got some stuff man i got some stuff lined up so that sounds like it man it sounds like you are on the path man Whew. yeah try, trying to get it man my only problem is time i got no lack of product or ideas it's just time so that's it man it's always time right it's always about that time that's it man so obviously you've been on youtube for a couple of years now you've been very successful and you know a lot of creators a lot of up-and-coming creators watch these live streams jeff so if you had to get a little uh give a little bit of advice to up-and-coming creators what would that be oh well i think if anything right from the beginning make sure that whatever it is that you're doing well okay first of all if they're just starting out at the very least make sure your stuff is together as in just your channel page like make sure your thumbnails are consistent you know make sure your channel page looks good you know the whole the whole what they call best practices make sure you're doing that at the very least secondly if you if you want to grow if that's the point of growing make sure that you're adding value that's the most important thing it took me a while to really really grasp that but make sure that your content is for the viewer and that you're bringing them something whether you're saving them money or you're helping them make a better purchase or you're helping teach them how to do something, whatever it is, make sure that that value for the viewer is there and that you're delivering on it, that you're not clickbaiting. That I think beyond anything is the most important. Once you once you are are sure that that value is there, then I think it'll it'll just work itself out to be completely honest. So and practice. Make yeah. keep making videos. So repetition is the father of learning man the yep. more you do it the more natural it becomes the easier it gets and eventually you develop your own style your flavor your flow and then it just goes man yeah no, no doubt yeah man because i remember man going back go back and watch my early videos and then kind of watch it now and i'm like it took a long time man so so before we get out of here i gotta put you on the spot again who's your favorite youtuber <laughs> uh if i let's see somebody who i gotta watch immediately immediately if they drop immediately video, that's like the shirt says eat me not immediately immediately <laughs> uh I, it's kind of tough because i watch so many man but i think lately who i've been watching more of uh has been philip De, uh, philip defranco mm. so i've been watching more like um not just his daily you know his daily show but also the rogue rocket stuff like the deep dives into certain news topics and then right. his podcast 
So it's been good stuff, man. So I think lately that's been more of, of what I've been kind of checking out on a on a day to day basis. So no doubt, man. Not yeah. non tech, but what are you gonna do, right? Hey, hey you, you like what you like, man. It doesn't have to be tech. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. I just <laughs> dude, I know like you and like everybody else here, we all watch so many different creators. Mm -hmm. That's the first one that pops up in my mind. Like if I see a notification, it's like bam, I'm in. Or yeah, so yeah, man. Like some creators just are able to draw you in and then it just go oh. from there. Yeah, yeah. Dude's dude's you know, he's he's legit, man. He's been doing it for a long time and uh yeah, he's got his stuff together, man. Kind of talks a little fast for some people, but I've gotten accustomed to it. Hey, once you listen to him over and over again, you could probably pick up on it and go, man. That's, that's, what's up. <laughs> that's it, man. What's up, man? My head of security, El Jefe Reviews, it's been a pleasure, man. Absolutely, dude. Anytime. Let the let the people know where they can find you, man. Uh, so at El Jefe Reviews, E L J E F E El Jefe, and that's YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, but I'm heavy on Twitter, so I don't do a lot on the other ones, but I'm heavy on Twitter. So that's he is definitely on Twitter. Y'all need to go follow El Heffy Reviews on Twitter, definitely. And for those of you are listening on audio only, or for those of you that might be listening on the replay on YouTube, you already know how to find El Heffy if you're on YouTube. But if you're on audio only, all of his information will be in the show notes. So go check out the show notes and go follow and check out El Heffy Reviews. This dude is my head of security. Now, a lot of people are new, so they probably don't know why I call you my head of security. And, and it kind of caught on because a lot of the other creators are calling you their head of security as well. Yep. But the reason why I called this man my head of security is because I think he's one of my very first moderators in my live stream. And El Jefe does not play no game, bro. If a troll comes into the live stream, they get murked. El Jefe is just, he's taking them out, man, with a quick ban hammer. The ban hammer. It's, wow, it's, 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 it's legit, man. El Jefe is savage with it. No love for trolls, man. No love. Mm -mm. So the man is effective. He's a, he's a moderator on a bunch of people's channels and things like that. He was one of my very first moderators, and that is why he is my head of security. Absolutely, man. No, I don't mind, man. You know, it's I'll you know I'll moderate for so many different channels, which I'm totally okay with. I don't have a problem with that because man, there's too many people out here that try to just jump in people's live streams, try to you know talking smack, start saying racist stuff, just kind of going all you know all left field. I don't, man. We don't got no time for that. So. I know that if I was live streaming, I'd want to have people in my corner that'll take care of that. So I don't have to worry about worry about trolls while I'm trying to engage with the audience. So that's the main reason why I started doing it for you. Why I started doing it for Travis, you know, do it for a lot of different channels. I even moderate for like vidIQ for their live streams and stuff. Nice. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's I don't do I don't mind. I'll do it for whoever it is, man, because I know I know what time it is, man, I know, especially especially for us that have to deal with racist comments and stuff, man, I'm not going to let that stuff fly. So I'm not, I'm not here for that, man. A lot of people don't know like my background and like how I was raised and stuff, but I don't, I don't play that. So it's, he ain't it's playing. Nah, he they ain't playing. Nah, it's, it's, I'm not, I, I, if I'm feeling generous, they may get a warning <laughs> if it isn't something too egregious. <laughs> right. But, yeah. But if they come in with it, you guys will see it. You know, I'll hit them three times. Give them that fifteen minute time out if they're if they're messing up, and if not, boom, gone. Get out of there! Out of there! Now let me tell y'all how dedicated this man is to his craft and moderation, man. Me, him, and a bunch of other creators were in the TLD studio, the John Jonathan Morrison studio. I was doing a live stream from inside of TLD studios last year, and my man El Jefe, while we were at the studio, he was in the studio with me. He was on my live stream moderating. While we were together in the studio, so if that don't tell you how dedicated to his craft that he is, and while he is my head of security, I don't know what will. 
but we are both in the TLD studio. I'm doing a live stream from within the studio. He's there with me, but he's on his phone in the chat moderating, even though we're both at the studio, which is just a banana to me. That was bananas, man. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. Especially back then, too. You know, a year ago, uh, yeah, you know, we had both had a little bit more troll action popping off. It's been it's been quiet lately, which is good. So, but yeah, man, we're, we're not, you know, Viper's channel, Vipe Live and all that stuff. That's not a safe space for trolls. Not at all. So, you know, i got to maintain, at the very least, I'll drop the eyeballs in there let and let people know, hey, I'm in here watching. Even if I'm not typing, I'm listening. So, and I'm watching the stream. And if I see something out of line, they're going to be gone. So you may not even see me one time, but if a troll pops in there, you'll see timed out by El Jefe. You know what happens. <laughs> he ain't lying. Like, there are literally times where... He, you, like you said, you won't know he's watching, but if a troll comes up, bam, out of there. And then, El Jefe, where he come from? <laughs> hey, hey, I'll be stuck. I'll be stuck in like, so Friday Night Viper uh, usually starts while I'm still driving home from on my commute. So I'll be stuck in this like two mile an hour stop and go for like 45 minutes. So I'll be sitting there watching and listening and stuff, man. And and I'll see him in there and boom, gone. Oh. Like, I got no, I got no time for that. We, we don't, we don't play around here. He ain't playing, man. He ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, but that's, that's why he's my health security because he don't mess around. Troll get the bounce, they get that hammer immediately with El Jefe. That's why I like my man. He's legit. Yeah, man, appreciate it, man. But thank you to my man, my head of security, El Jefe Review, for joining me on this episode of Vibe Drive, which has been episode 43. We're coming back next week with episode 44. And you all know what it is. Like I said, if you want information, check the show notes. If you want to support the podcast, that information will be in the show notes. And in the description, if you're watching on the replay on YouTube, if you choose to do that, that info is there for you. But until next week, people, this your boy Viper, the man about tech. You know where to find me. So come back for more.